This one probably won't surprise you, but did you know that Mother's Day sells 40 million more cards than Father's Day? Hey, good people, and welcome to my podcast, <laughs> episode 14, and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers who... Uh, listen to me uh, appreciate you so much happy belated mother's day rather because that was last sunday and um today i have an episode where i just want to talk about friendships and the angle that i thought to come with was just to talk about things that i think we should be mindful of in adult friendships things that could mess up our friendships if you're not careful because adult friendships when done healthy they can be one of the most beautiful things in life yani and i think i say this because i experienced that firsthand like i have such rich friendships in my life that i truly appreciate and because it takes a lot of intentionality to keep such healthy friendships i just wanted to share with you some of the things that in my opinion are very important to be mindful of um, when it comes to looking to do your best to keep and uphold wonderful friendships other than that mini kopoa i'm having a really good day a really good week um albeit being a bit busy and generally a good life i'm truly happy in the space that i'm in and i hope wherever you are you are okay and if you're not i really hope that your being here just cheers you on in some sort of way just adds some light some sunshine into your life i'd be so happy to to know that that's a case and to add value into your life in such kind of a way so let's get right into the episode so things to be mindful of or things that i think could mess up friendships if you don't do them right or i think as i would title it so that i don't have such a long title i think we can call them friendship busters number one is entitlement in my view i think one thing is for sure, as adults, we are all going through a lot and we are all going through very various things or varying circumstances or situations. Um, we are in different places in our lives, dealing with different kinds of things. So at the end of the day, even just surviving, I don't like to use that word, but even just surviving, existing and doing so rather thriving as an individual is a lot of work so live alone now having to think about and to hold up other people that definitely takes a lot of effort and so i think in the first place for each of us on a very individual level we need to be very mindful not to be entitled to other people's time energy money whatever it may be advice and everything because uh at the end of the day, the work to give ourselves the kind of life that we want has to begin with ourselves. We're all going through a lot that could use a lot of attention. And so when you are going about your friendships, imagining that your, your, their lives should revolve around you, then that's pretty unfair. And also, I must say, unrealistic. <laughs> so I think... One thing to maybe do to combat a sense of entitlement would be to communicate where you actually feel that you need someone or something or some kind of attention or energy from a friend. To communicate that, hey, I'm in a pretty funky space and I could use some 
time with you throughout this week if it would be to be possible because I'm maybe trying to get out of my own head and you know I'd love to maybe come by your digs um, and I might do so a little more often than before just so that I can be in a space with you to cool off and everything um, and when you're able to communicate this then you it's clear what exactly is happening that maybe you you're not just hoarding my space you 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 really just need me to be there and then that way I'm able to show up for you better when I already understand why or how you need me to show up um because I think what entitlement does unfortunately is that we just lay expectations on people without clearly telling them how we need them or how we would appreciate them showing up for us and so what happens is either one people become oblivious of how to show up for us and then we get pissed or two people show up for us yes but they don't do it in a kind of a way that's curated for us they do it the the best way they know how and then it turns out to not be enough for us and then at that point you start to feel oh my friend is not being there for me enough nee, 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 nee. and yet they are being there for you the best way they know how so if you're in an opportunity in, in, in a space where you can possibly say how exactly you'd want someone to like maybe um you can very outrightly tell your friends that hmm, me when i'm going to a funk just send flowers to my house you know or me, when I'm going through a funk, I could use um, some quality time, so I'd probably want to come over to your digs and hang out. Then I'm able to know, okay, this is how I can show up for Laura, and then I do that to the best of my ability. Um, but when we're just in our minds thinking that the whole world should somehow know what we need at any given point, and it should give it to us, then we are really deceiving ourselves and deceiving the people around us. Um, and so I think when we communicate what we need, um, it, it, it better puts us in a place where our friendships can have a healthier kind of an exchange so that we're able to feed each other and feed off of each other in a healthy way. Um, and I think to sum this one up, I'd say you're your own friend first. And so also it's not realistic or fair to expect others to give you something you don't even give yourself. <laughs> um, and I think I learned this the hard way because there's a time... I just noticed that I was probably, I may not remember the exact situation, but I, it seems in my mind to be maybe something around a particular friendship in my life where I felt like this person wasn't uh, giving me something that I expected or their energy in a certain kind of way or they didn't shop. I think what it was is that they didn't shop for me at a very difficult season in my life where I needed them. And at that point, I actually found myself thinking but did I show up for myself and the answer was no I needed grace I needed patience I needed gentleness but I wasn't giving those things to myself in the first place and I realized at that point that my friend was actually giving me all those things but because I wasn't giving myself those things in the first place I'm not even able to see when someone else is giving them to me and maybe I needed them more from that friend but sometimes when you're so stuck on what people could do more of you even fail to see the little that they're doing and sometimes that little that they're doing is the best that they can do so before you go expecting things from people being so entitled um, about things from people are you giving those things to yourself in the first place are you showing up for yourself in the first place because manze we are all adults we're all we're all dealing with a lot of things in our own lives um that sometimes it's not that easy to stop and you, you're not my only friend i have several other friends i can't always stop my life 
to attend to you um it's all about hanging it's all about staying in that balance of keep staying afloat in my own life and trying to be there for you as a friend so sometimes the best thing is simply to communicate and as directly as possible when you feel that you need something and it may not be that obvious and believe it or not most of these things are not as obvious as you think that they are um when we are i think when we're kids because we are under people's cares and adults cares um we're used to being given things because an adult has already preempted or anticipated that you need it but the truth of it is now as a grown up my friends <laughs> you communicate for yourself what you need people are not living their lives waiting to anticipate or preempt what you need so that's on entitlement uh, be your own friend first and also this is a bit of a sensitive one especially for people who are hmm, in business in creative arts things like that Imagine be also your own fan first because my friend if you really hold and eat against people in your life for not supporting you for not listening to your podcast not listening to your music not sharing not buying your your maybe you're selling makeup or clothes and they're not buying my friends don't do that don't do that because um in as much as they are your friends they also may have different tastes from what it is that you do and that's okay however this is also to say to you who's listening that as a friend do your best to support your friend in whatever it is that they're doing even if it's not your kind of vibe support them in the capacity that you can but you on the receiving end just understand that you can't expect your friends to be in the front rows seats at your concert not all your friends vibe with that and that's okay i i hope i hope you're getting me on that because again i'm not saying that pia um any a friend who doesn't even bother to talk about what it is that you're doing not interested in the things that you're doing now that's a bit i don't know but don't expect don't don't lay that put that very set that very high expectation that they should be the first and that they should be the ones who buy the most and consume the most and you know do what and it's a little bit unrealistic to be honest yes they are your friends but maybe it's not their taste and also maybe it's not um a priority at the time and doesn't mean that they don't care and that they um are not willing to support you or that they don't support you but of course i think we all have that wisdom to know friends who don't support us at all at all at all and that's a little different right so hey i really dwelt on dwelt, dwelt on that one but uh, let me go to the second one which um is boundaries and hmm, let me just shout out my friends at this point because i i, I feel like this is not something I've struggled with in a major way in my friendships and I truly appreciate that but I also will say that this is something I've learned in my friendships and I'm grateful to have had the chance to learn um basically just know where it starts and ends with friends in everything in their family in their house in their relationships in their money in their everything um because Yes, you are a friend, but you have to know that when it comes to certain things, you are not the priority. Or when it comes to certain seasons of their lives, you are not the priority. Or when it comes to certain spaces, you are not the priority. And that doesn't put you in a lesser place. It just puts you where exactly you should be, right? So I think 
individualism is very important as adults like let your friends be themselves and i think maybe that's also something on boundaries that we don't think about because we maybe when we think boundaries you only think oh don't come to my house past certain hours or don't act around my partner like this but it's also don't bog me down i'm just simply trying to be myself like um and this is where i think we sometimes have a bit of a kagri uh, area conversations especially in the christian space when we talk about being unequally yoked and things like that and i've even gotten i think there's a question i had sometime on wwld about um you know i have friends who oh they club they even cast they do what i feel uncomfortable around them i mean if you genuinely feel uncomfortable then that's on you to now create the boundaries that would put you in a healthier space with your friends but are we going are we really being realistic if we say that our friends have to be exactly like us that's not realistic and so being a true friend sometimes actually means just allowing your friend to thrive as who they are does your friend uh, prefer nights 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 out and you you prefer nights in by the way by all means let them do their nights out but as long as they also cuz if they also give you time and space and accommodate you with your nights in then why wouldn't you accommodate them with their nights out you know allow your friend to be who they are allow them to thrive as who they are and the keyword here being that they are thriving that you can see that they are happy they're not doing something dangerous they're not doing something detrimental they're just doing something different you know then you're trying to bog them down and make them like you or you only want friends who believe the things you believe and do the things you do then that also limits you as a person because i think when we are surrounded by people who think differently and do things slightly differently from us within the boundaries of wisdom and good health and sound mind then you sharpen each other um when you have those small differences here and there political differences um differences in the way you see spirituality etc as long as it's sharpening you man don't um don't uh push your friends away from the truth of who that they are um and i think that's important when it comes to boundaries and what that means also sometimes is just say no to maybe a particular thing they may want to do that's not your kind of vibe say no and they should also have the respect to appreciate that you don't do that kind of a thing a, a perfect example would be like if you don't drink and your friends drink as long as no one is you know forcing the other into anything or like making the other feel less of a person or less of a friend because you're not doing it then that's a healthy space um so respecting each other's boundaries is very important uh and i and just to highlight a few things it's something like what i've said for example you drink your friends don't drink or you drink a certain thing your friends don't drink that certain thing or you 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 party in this kind of a way or have fun the best way to put it is have fun in this kind of way and your friends prefer the other way um your friend is single and you're in a relationship or you're married those are also dynamics that sometimes change how friendships go and it's very important to acknowledge that and also your friends personal spaces their houses my goodness respect your friends places whether it's in terms of the hours you go in there and also sometimes we get used to our friends that we just walk into their house and walk out the way we want and sometimes you forget that you're a guest <laughs> bring something with you or at least contribute to what's happening in that household in that moment yeah um so just don't go further than is reasonably welcome in life and as i wind up this point a very important one is also social media oh my god Ooh. 
so <laughs> I think this one is a bit of a pain point um not yeah from how I've seen it um I think it's a bit of a pain point because one let me just lay this here I I feel <laughs> that it's not the wisest thing to document your friends events to your followers um and this is something that's happening a lot nowadays and it doesn't really sit well with me like why am i watching and experiencing person x's birthday the entire event in your stories and i don't know who person x is but now just through your stories i know who their mother is their father is i know um uh how their house looks <laughs> and I just know a lot about them that I know who they're dating and maybe it wasn't my business and they were not putting it out there. I think that's one. We need to respect private events because nowadays private events are no longer private. Like people's birthdays are all over TLs, people's weddings, people's bridal showers, things like that. They're all over TLs and I don't know. I've been in a situation where um, I, I think I was seeing somebody somebody putting on their stories the bride in her in her on her wedding morning just getting ready and things like that and i'm like oh my goodness this is such exclusive content even the groom has not seen the bride has not seen the behind the scenes of how the wedding morning was but the whole world or rather your whole world on socials has already seen because you're just there busy showing i don't know i i for me that doesn't usually sit well and i think um, I just want to pass this very, very humbly that, guys, just respect people's events. Um, be very mindful what you're putting out there as it pertains your friends. Even, like, when you're celebrating them, whether it's a birthday, whether you're just posting pictures of a time you were hanging out, be a bit mindful. Um, because if your friend has not shared a particular thing on their own timeline, who are you to be the one to share on yours? There's a reason they're preferring to keep it to keep it, you know, under the wraps. Uh, they choose to, they have certain boundaries in their lives when it comes to privacy. And now you are going to be the person who breaks those boundaries, you know. So I think we need to be very mindful. When we're in events, when we're recording things, don't just whip the camera around everybody. Maybe not everybody wants to be on socials or on your pages or whatever it is. And you know what? Imagine just ask. Just ask. I'm taking a story. Would you like to be in it? that's it and it's a simple yes or no and life moves on um if you're having an event i think at this point it's important to lay disclaimers if you don't want it on socials just tell your friends hey um you know i, I would love it if this were a private event uh, but also if you're not sure and you're at a friend's event or something just ask you know is it okay or maybe you can take photos and i think maybe this is where the the the, the issue has come in is I think we used to take photos of people's events, but nowadays with stories, we're doing real-time <laughs> content. So I'm posting it and pushing it out directly. But sometimes you can take your photos and stuff and now later ask your friend, is it okay if I post or should I just keep them with myself, you know? So hmm, that's a very, 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 very crucial one with boundaries. And then number three is gossip. <laughs> okay, let me be honest. I really think that we all... Did I say I really... <laughs> the Meru has come out. I really think that um, we all gossip, to be honest. I mean, I think we all gossip. Because, yeah, we all do, somehow. 
um, because what is gossip? Gossip is basically talking about something. I mean, someone. Well, they are not in the room. So that's basically behind their back, right? So whether you're talking about them in positive light or negative light, still you're talking about them behind their back, right? I think we'll gossip in some way. But, okay, here's the thing. Me, I'm going to give you some gossip rules, okay? <laughs> some gossip do's and don'ts in your friendships. Number one, don't gossip your friends. And if I have to tell you that, then I guess there's already a problem. But don't gossip your friends. And what I mean by that is, like, when you're with um, friends with whom you have a mutual friend, and maybe you start having a conversation about this mutual friend, as best as possible, let that be a positive conversation about this mutual friend and not a negative one. Um, because the truth of it is we all experience each other differently. So your experience of Laura and my experience of Laura could be completely different and that doesn't negate yours or invalidate yours. So sometimes in sharing how we experience the same person differently, we sometimes go overboard and now start to really, really go harm on the person. But please don't forget that this person is still a friend to both of you. This is where people corner themselves. <laughs> because, eh, 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 friendships is not happen within friendships uh gossiping and happen within friendships in a very tricky so just don't just don't if you know that the person you're talking about is a friend to this friend just don't or if you're doing it please just be do it very in a very civilized way in a way to say that this is just my experience and i'm not saying that this is the entirety of who this person is this is just as in there's a way to gossip a bit carefully you get there's a way to gossip in a way that's not going to completely tear down this person but also do you know what me i have a golden rule for gossip whatever i get out of my mouth about someone gone to my head i would say it i would just say it it would have consequences but i would just say it so if for me i think ah that person there's a way they treat people that can be a bit awkward and if that person just walked into the room and went like, hey, what are you saying about me? And I'd be like, by the way, to be honest, I'm sorry that I'm doing this behind your back, but this is my honest view of you. Like, that's just the safest way to play with gossip. <laughs> like, say something that you can actually back up. You can actually back up kiki mana, or you, it's the truth of what you believe. Because what we do sometimes is we are a bit fake. You gossip about something you feel about someone and yet when you're with that person it's the same thing you tolerate or it's the same thing you even propagate so i like to be someone who just stands stands uh where is the english where is the english for this but i stand at my word like i don't appreciate this person's what 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 i don't appreciate how this person flaunts their possessions when you find me with this person, you will actually clearly see that I actually don't appreciate. Not that now when I'm with this person, I'm actually the one even chochaying and even now also be, being as toxic as they are and flaunting my possessions. And So, yeah, when gossip needs to also be a bit informed uh, because I think the, true, the truth of what gossip is is that it's, it can also be just be vile and senseless and baseless. For me, a golden rule for when I'm gossiping is yeah, let it have a base <laughs> and let it be something I can actually stand for if I had to, yeah. Um, a second rule of gossip would be don't gossip your friends' friends. Don't ever gossip your friends' friends to your friends and maybe that's just the same as your first point, but oh well. Number three, don't gossip just because you can. <laughs> so, 
gun to your head, you can't defend your opinion. And I think I've already said all these points. I'm just repeating myself. And then lastly, don't say too much. Guys, just... You know, sometimes you can lay your stand on something, but also don't say too much because... Mm, you never know. Maybe the person you're gossiping with, you won't be friends in the next five years. And then... Blah, blah, blah. Some things are better just staying in your own head. Yani, yeah, yeah. Don't say too much. And lastly, don't double standards. Um, I think one of the trickiest things and one of the funniest things I find about gossip is when someone is gossiping about something that they also do. So, <laughs> and with that, health check. Welcome to Health Check with me, your personal nutritionist, just checking on you. And today we're talking about the low-carb diet, when it is okay and for how long. Just a little bit about this diet. It's a very popular diet for weight loss because what basically we do in this diet is that we reduce the amount of carbohydrates we take so that we increase the fat content, kiasi, and our fruits and vegetables and proteins as well. So it's very popular for weight loss because it promotes fat burning through a process called dietary ketosis you can read more about that should you be interested but that's basically what it is it promotes weight loss or rather promotes weight loss through fat burning which happens through a process called dietary ketosis um and so this um kind of diet improves numerous health markers for example blood triglycerides hdl which is a good cholesterol and food it's um high-density lipoproteins, blood sugar and blood pressure. So a low-carb diet generally will just improve some of these health markers um, in your body. So basically, a low-carb diet is a little higher in protein, and then it depends on your individual goals and preferences. So the recommended carb intake will depend on your individual goals and preferences. So there's no standard measure of what does low-carb mean in terms of the grams and the, you know, all that it is best suited to individual preferences. And this is now where I would encourage that when you're doing some of these things, it's best to consult a nutritionist because a nutritionist will do the assessment and be able to know where exactly you lie, what your dispositions are, if you're sick, if you have any illness of any kind, etc. Because for some people, if you're really unwell, then some diets will just not ever work for you. They'll make things worse because you're already dealing with a certain illness. But in case you're, you're okay, you're not unwell, you just want to eat for weight loss, then it will be best suited for you and this can best be done by a nutritionist so some basic um as we've said why people do low carb diet is for weight loss basically and a bit for weight loss maintenance because here's the thing also we do we do a proper diet to lose weight and we actually lose weight and then after we've lost the weight we go back to a really really poor diet so generally for me i'd actually recommend when you lose the weight and you come back to maybe a more normal diet, again, it doesn't go so far from what your body was already getting used to. So there's a bit of weight loss maintenance also that comes with the low-carb diet. But here's the thing, the low-carb diet is not recommended for very long. So um, at best, six months at most, um, that's usually a good measure of time. And the thing about a low-carb diet, because you're you're making a drastic change to your body's demands, um, and we talked about macronutrients earlier, remember? with the carbohydrates and we talked about how essential they are 
to basic functions in the body so you when you're already um, lessening the amount of carbs you're taking in your body then there's some there's some impact that's going to be there uh you might feel tired um low in energy things like that because it's a major adjustment so at first a low carb diet may not be that easy not for everyone but for most um and then along the way your body body gets used to it but also it's not recommended for too long so six months at the very 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 most um so be mindful of your of how long you do it another tip would now to also be mindful of your disposition like i've said if you're unwell um if you have just some struggles some issues like diabetes for example hypertension it's not very recommended to go for such a diet or to go for such kind of a method to approach weight loss um so basically we've said you reduce your carbs you add your proteins and your vegetables um and then pair healthily with exercise so look up diet yes we say abs are made in the kitchen and this is exactly what we mean because now when you do your low carb uh low fat kidogo nini increase proteins and you're doing it right in the kitchen but pair it very well healthily with exercise um, and then consider your need for supplements when you're on a low-carb diet because when we're not taking as much with the grains and all that then we may lose out on some uh, micronutrients like vitamin b calcium potassium sodium and again these are things that you would best know if you're actually keeping up with your appointments with your doctor or your nutritionist and you're being just very mindful to see the changes in your body so sometimes when you're doing a local diet or a diet of any kind you need to be mindful of deficiencies that could come with it when you're reducing a certain part of your diet there's a possibility of deficiency so at this point consider your need for supplements consider to change eating habits long term because um for some of us we are not even necessarily going low carb we're just basically reducing our carbs because we already overdo it <laughs> yeah so consider just changing your daily eating habits uh, especially if you're looking to do um, weight loss like i said it, it, it doesn't end at weight loss we also need to maintain the weight we have lost now and lastly, don't overdo the proteins also because when you overdo the proteins, now you can also prevent this process we are calling ketosis because the way the body operates is that protein, this, the proteins is the second layer of energy for the body. So when the body uses up the carbohydrates, it will now go to use up the protein. So when you're overdoing the proteins, then you're messing up with the process of ketosis. So also, in as much as you're increasing your protein intake, you don't also overdo it. And again, this is why it's important to do it very closely with your nutritionist because someone who has this understanding best guides you on the measures and everything that you should take. And lastly, look up diet requires patience and generally weight loss requires patience. So if you're looking to do something of this nature, be very patient with yourself. Um, by the time results come, it's going to take a bit of time. But one of the things I like about diets is that when they're followed to the letter, they actually lead to very healthy lifestyle changes because most people who start and keep to diets don't just do the diet for the moment, that, but they also are able to see its impact and they're able to apply this into their lives long. back to friendships and number four money oh money in friendships can be quite a touchy thing and here are my golden rules to be very honest with you i avoid borrowing money from my friends i'll be truly honest about that um 
And I know, I acknowledge that I may be saying this from a place of privilege because some people may not be in a position to borrow money from family members. But for me, my family members come first. <laughs> if, I'm, if I was ever to borrow money, my family members come even way before my partner or something. You know, just... <laughs> um, and we'll talk about money in relationships one day probably. But, you know, I, for me, and I, I guess part of it is just basically not because of how icky money conversations can be you just don't want to go there um but of course sometimes you get into very desperate situations and if you really really need to borrow money from a friend then most definitely communicate very clearly about how much you need and how soon you're able to pay back please don't make false promises there's no need for that this is your friend they love you so they at best they need the truth because if if that money will come back in three months and they're in a capacity to actually lend you for three months then just be honest and tell them rather than tell them i'll send it back in a week and all that so just be on avoid boring (laughs) but when you need to be very honest about um the whole thing regarding borrowing money from your friends and then you borrow and you return if possible return with a gift or return with some interest i don't know just see that the fact that your friend has lent you money is not just about lending money. It's also just about them covering you as a friend because money is such a sensitive thing. Um, by the time someone is giving you money, just know that they are really valuing you very highly. Don't take that for granted. Um, and I think lastly on money, I would say in friendship circles, if you're making contributions for anything, please do your best to contribute fairly. Um, not that everybody is giving a certain amount and you're giving less. And if you are in a tight spot, imagine just communicate. I think friends who truly love and respect you will actually value that. If you're in a position where you cannot give as much, just communicate. And right now, I'm in a position to give 500 while everyone is giving 1,000. Um, I'm just handling this and this. You don't even have to go to the details. You don't owe anyone every detail, but just communicate that you're not in a position to. But as best as possible, when people are contributing, try to contribute equally because over time, when you keep <laughs> being the one who's giving less or not giving at all, and you're still eating from the same pot per se, it can wear your friends out, yeah? Number five um, is peer pressuring. I think this thing about you're the sum of the people in your life, the sum of number number of friends you have. Uh, show me your friends and I tell you who you are. It's true because we we rub off on each other a lot as friends. And here is my opinion. I think that's definitely one good reason why you should be very mindful of the people you're keeping around you. And even tying it to the whole gossip point, some of us are gossiping our friends a lot because we don't like what they're doing, but we are not realizing that the power is in our hands to set the boundaries around how we go about things with these friends of ours. You're keeping someone too close to your life who you know is a certain kind of way that you don't like. And then you complain about it. <laughs> so what does that make you? Because you're literally entertaining that very thing that you're complaining about. So I think when it comes to rubbing off on each other, if there's something about... You, and you see the truth is we are all imperfect. Those things about your friends that you do not appreciate. If you're not able to set a healthy boundary around them, they probably don't need to be friends with that person. But if there are some things that you just be like, mm, this is my friend's weakness and I'm just aware of it and... 
I'll be mindful to not let it like um, cause issues in our friendship. But I'm I'm just aware, you know, I'm aware that this person is ever late. I'm aware that this person doesn't handle money well. I'm aware that this person can be a bit abrasive, can be a bit difficult, can be a bit stubborn. You know, I mean, because at the end of the day, we, we, again, we are all imperfect. Um, and so be mindful of your friend's misgivings as well as yours and just now see how to go around that, like sharpen each other. Um, they can learn from you, you can learn from them in the very, in the various things. Um, don't, I don't think it's healthy to have too strong of an opinion on everything or like imposing your way of life and your perspectives and perceptions of things on all your friends and everyone is supposed to think like you and see things like you have you ever seen this dynamic in friendships where there's like a mother hen and everybody in that crowd does everything that this person does and it's just it's just wrong like this is not wazima okay everybody's their own person and we don't all have to be the same we are not in an army <laughs> where we are wrapped around one person's way of doing things and seeing things heck no i think um you want to be as neutral as possible with your friends because there's a lot you can learn from them and there's a lot you can also point to them so don't also be that overbearing person but also don't be that person who everyone is dragging like kila mtu anasonga na life akifikiria how are we going to pull laura to our level because she's just lagging behind you know like let your friends challenge you in every way possible to be a better person. Where you need to come down, they challenge you to come down. Where you need to move up, they challenge you to move up. Um, and so, back to the, the, that rubbing off on each other. When when it comes to picking each other's behaviors, just be mindful. Like you, We have that judgment to be able to know what's right and what's wrong. Um, and I think also, as friends, one of the healthiest things we can do for each other is to be able to also share with each other the things that we think we can work on. So if you're able to, one of the healthiest and best friendships is where you're able to tell your friend, mm, yeah, sometimes I see you can be a bit overbearing when you are hungry. <laughs> you know, the people who are so grumpy when they're hungry. So, and you just laugh about it and support your friend in those things. Like, you you can clearly see that the space they're in and instead of pushing them down further down that road you even support them to be come to a better place so when it comes to picking each other's behaviors we need to be very mindful and as best as possible be be fully yourself in your friendships i think in friendships where you're not able to be fully yourself there's definitely something to look into there um it's very important that you're accepted and loved for who you are first before people think of or want to change you into someone else right so also be in a space where you're accepted where you feel you're not accepted you probably need to change things around that but i want to say something very very loudly I even feel like shouting can i shout i'm shouting at you right now every single thing that you require of other people you should give it to yourself first okay you want to be accommodated and you don't accommodate people. You want to be, you want people to come to your party and you never go to people's parties. You want people to changa for you, you never changa for them. You want, come on, come on. So yes, even as we talk about all these things, and for me, this is how I see life and this is how I encourage people in my life to see life. 
whenever we have conversations like this, it's not about msifanyam si. It's about first looking at the four fingers pointing at you first and not always about other people. And I think the reason why I uphold this so closely is because at a certain point in my life, in a very important relationship in my life, it was all about what the other person was doing. And the moment I saw that I played an equal part in things, it humbled me to see that I have an equal role in making things better because we always see how the other person can do things better and not do things and do this and all that. And for as long as you do that, you're, you're blinded to how you play an equal part in things becoming good. So please, in all these things, it has to start with you. It has to start with you being a good friend. And lastly, uh, a friendship buster is definitely not making efforts because, eh, let me tell you, I don't think there's anything in this adult life that does not require intentionality. Wah. Wah. Man, make efforts. Um, plan dates. Call your friend on their birthday. Send a gift. Um, you know, even these love languages, they apply even in friendships. Like, just be so intentional. Learn your friends. If a friend tells you about um, something, a new project they're starting, talk about it in your next conversation. Like, you can't be that person who is oblivious to what everybody else is doing. And yet you... And the funny thing about people who can are oblivious to other people's stuff is they want people to be involved and interested in theirs. But that's not how life works. Um, there's something that makes us feel like we belong when we have people who are so concerned about us, uh, talk to us about the happenings in our lives and everything. So please give your friend a call, drop them a text, talk to them about what's going on in their lives. And in that, of course, remember sometimes you have to uphold boundaries. So it's not about them being, they don't owe you information about their lives. That's another thing on boundaries and entitlement. You're not entitled to all the details of your friend's lives. So please, like... When you're having conversations, it's not about you have you always to me to tell me everything. Just open up the conversation for your friend to tell you what they're comfortable telling you. And it's totally okay if they're not yet ready to talk about something. The best thing is to just be there and for your friend to know that Laura is there. Um when I'm ready, she's there. You know, she's there, she's there, she's there. That that confidence of knowing that I have a friend who cares for me, who's a call away, who's who will always do their best when it comes to me. It's such a wonderful feeling, yeah? All right, that's all on friendship today. I've, I've enjoyed this one. It's, it's a nice adulting one. You know, these things that check you <laughs> in life and have you really thinking. Anyway, yeah, um, sometimes it's not about just breezing through things. You have to be truly intentional. Today I have something on WWLD, and it is so exciting. <laughs> it's a very simple one, and it's from a guy. And it's basically, uh, where is it? Hi, yeah. Oh, hi, Laura. What is the best way to steal a girl's heart? There's this girl that I like, and I really would love her to like me back. What do I do? Gosh, I'm giving relationship advice. Okay, so. <laughs> wow. Um, I think the best thing I can do for you, brother man, is to respond as the woman that I am and tell you the things that we like as chicks or what I'd appreciate if a guy was trying to hit on me or express his interests. Huh. Number one, be yourself. We can tell when you're 
succumbing to the pressure of being someone else be yourself um gosh is there any other way to explain that really i think it's just really be yourself because an energy that's genuine can be felt uh, authenticity can be very very evidently felt so whenever you um interact with this person just be your true self on text on call if it's in person just be your true true truest self two and this i think is something that has come up with social media um we are also doing i get the whole thing of doing your due diligence especially when you're online dating which i haven't really done but you know i just guess um there's that thing for doing your due diligence where you have to try and learn as much as possible about the person that you're meeting and also social media is giving us a chance to just learn more about who the person is outside of what they've even told you when you're just getting to know them by all means if it if you want to and I mean, for the sake of peace of mind and also learning more about someone, by all means, all, all means me, I truly encourage people to stalk <laughs> someone. Not stalk. Stalk is not the word. Stalk is not the word. I undo that. Undo that. Research. <laughs> okay, as in go to this person's socials and scroll down to the last photo. Okay, for me, I'm like, imagine do that. That day you have energy and you know that for sure this is, the, this is someone I'm interested in. Just skim through their socials to just get a feel of who they are. It's not also about again now going to the depths of it, reading every comment, who's on their comment. Now that's just being creepy and weird and very invasive. But what I mean is for the sole purpose of getting a feel of who this person is, then you definitely want to go through um, what they've already put out in the world, right? Because um, of course what someone is easily putting out in the world definitely says a lot about who they are in their most comfortable and truest self, right? So I think you should definitely do that. But what I totally do not encourage is now when you meet her, you're telling her, yeah, I saw when you were at Nini, oh yeah, I saw you have this friend. Oh yeah, I saw you've been to South Africa. Oh yeah, I oh gosh, don't give someone the feeling that you have been stalking them. Don't give someone the feeling that you have been digging into their lives. One, it's a little creepy. Two, it's very turn offish because it turns someone off because let me tell you, Atakama, you're the one who's interested. Abu just maintain your ego. Don't shusha yourself because you're interested in someone. Even you, you are even you you are the price. <laughs> so it's not just about because I'm interested in them, then I just lower myself to no 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 way like um just allow them to also reveal themselves to you slowly because by the time let me tell you one of the worst dates i went to and it was not so long ago in terms of years (laughs) i sat down with this gentleman and my goodness Especially, I guess, because of what I do and maybe just being a little more out there than the average person um, through my music, etc, etc. My goodness, he was telling me everything, even some things that I, I have posted and forgotten about. And it, it just felt a little weird because it felt like I was denied the opportunity to show myself from a clean slate per se or from a first impression point of view. So let someone reveal themselves to you slowly. 
Number three, patience. Be very, very patient. If it's maybe on chart and you can feel like, eh, this chart is not, this energy is not giving. It's okay. Uh, it might give tomorrow. <laughs> so just be patient. Um, but if it's not giving like over a long period of time, then I guess that's just your cue that um, she may not be in that space and that's fine. Chicks love being chased. So chase, but chase patiently. When you chase too aggressively, it's a turn off. <laughs> when you're again too slacky, oh my goodness, it's such a turn off because to be very honest with you, in the initial phase of a relationship or interest or dating, whatever, the chick is the price. Or at least make her believe she is. Because, yeah, you can't be a superstar coming to hit on me like a superstar. <laughs> So if you get what I mean, like, let me see your efforts. But also when you overdo it, it's very overwhelming. But when you're a superstar to Apple, like, at the, the one day I talk to you and you tell me, yeah, I've been just been seeing you around. And I was like, yeah, one day you'll just come and talk to me. What? <laughs> so yeah, just give, we love being chased and we love being pursued. And there's a pursuit that when a pursuit is done with, respect and honor it's so valuable like a chick will value you when you pursue her with respect and honor like you pursue her from a place where she feels valued she feels cared for she feels like she's been given the grace to be herself and to do things at her pace yeah so don't allow the chick to kind of dictate the pace but if ever you feel that you're not sure what's happening imagine just ask just ask her um are you you know I, I actually really like you and i'm really interested to know more about you and to hang out with you more is it something you're open to just ask because i think these things also help you gauge the kind of chick you're dealing with here so guy have i given you good tips well i even answered the question what was the question um what was the question the best way to steal her heart be yourself be yourself she's the price be patient um try to learn her but as you're trying to learn her allow her to reveal herself to you don't go as a know it all of who she is imagine a my disciple we could go on we could go on and on and on and on and on and on this has been such a beautiful episode. I have really enjoyed it. And I hope you have just as much as I have. Why don't you have a good weekend, guys? Bye.